Coming to you live from the Cowboys headquarters in Frisco, deep in the heart of Texas, it's the Star at Night! Wow, dramatic much? Why are you getting in the way of my intro? You mean our intro? We're your hosts. I'm Kelsey Charles. And I'm David Hellman. Okay, let's just start this show now. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special postseason edition of the Star at Night. Kelsey Charles, David Hellman. Dave, are you with us or meditating, sleeping? We don't know. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I can't. I'm done with the hype. I just want to play this game. I can't take the news cycle anymore. I just just want to play the 49ers. Okay. I'm ready. Yeah. So I'm beyond ready. As if you guys have been hiding under a rock, there's a little bit of some history between these two teams, and therefore, pretty exciting matchup, to say the least. Um, let's knock it off at the top real quick. That's not what I meant to say, but we're going to go with it. Um, <laughs> good news Get before we dive into the actual matchup. Real quickly, Will McClay, as you report oh, on DallasCowboys.com, you locked him down. Listen, Dave and I can't lock anyone down, but Jerry Jones sure can. So My God. Congratulations. Why did you have to throw us into this? <laughs> Will Look, McClay on the new deal. Many, many congrats to you, Will. A vital cog in the Cowboys organization. Absolutely thrilled to hear this. You were starting to hear rumors of other teams kind of sniffing around, yeah. maybe be interested. Not so fast. Get out of here. Will McClay's not going anywhere. I, for one, am pumped about it. Sit down. Yeah, I mean, me too. Like, this man's amazing. He's a big reason why this Cowboys team has had the success they've had. He's just a visionary. And plus, we just personally like him in general, and he's a badass, and I like to beat him in words with friends. Yeah, I, 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 I need to not hear any more about your words with friends <laughs> rivalry with Will McClay. It's been all freaking year. Which I can't help but notice, like, the day he signs his contract is the day he doesn't come to use the studio. Mm. So, mm. We'll can't, you, you can't avoid us forever, Will. You, you can't. can't avoid us. We All will right. see you soon. Well, we will also see the 49ers soon, as we were mentioning before. So, I want to dive into that matchup a little bit here first, because Jimmy G is one of the first topics of conversation. Kay Adams talked about him and the pressure that he faces. I mean, he's 3-1 and one in the postseason. What does this Cowboys team have to face with him, and is he really that big of a threat? No. Now here's the thing. The Cowboys might lose this game for a variety of reasons. This is a tough matchup. If it's because of Jimmy G, I'm going to eat a bar of soap. <laughs> Jimmy G is like he's the Mendoza line for franchise quarterback play. Like he's clearly good enough to get you to a Super Bowl. Yeah. He's already done it. I don't think he's good enough to be the reason why you win it. Uh, if you can force him to pass, that's what you want this Cowboys defense to have to do. Like, San Francisco got to the Super Bowl a couple years ago. They played a game where he threw six passes because they want to run the ball. Outstanding. If Jimmy G is the reason you lose, you're just never going to sleep well again. That's how I feel about Jimmy G. All right, so let's talk about his weapons and the six passes that he will be throwing. Apparently, each is oh, getting two. Oh, hopefully not. We because want him to throw about 30. <laughs> we don't uh, want six passes. So, Brandon Ayuk, you've got George Kittle. We know he's a fantastic tight end. And then you've got uh, Debo Samuel is just this unicorn of yeah. a player who we don't know if he's a running back or a wide receiver, but he's going to damage you either way. So talking about those guys and what this defense is going to have to face. I mean, with I'm not trying to bag on Jimmy G, but like these guys are perfect in the sense that get them the ball and they will do the work. Debo, 
He's both. You don't have to decide what he is. He is just an incredible playmaker. They're going to try to get him the ball outside. Ayuk is a yak guy as well. Like, again, get him the ball on a short pass, and they can take it the distance. And, and a tight end is, is a quarterback's best friend, George Kittle. Not only a great blocker to help in that running game, but a guy that you can get the ball to easily who can do a lot with it. They're so well suited for Garoppolo's skill set, and that's what you have to worry about. Trayvon Diggs was talking about it today. They have to tackle. He just basically said that these guys carry the team. Is what yes, they do. I, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's a good quarterback. Sure. He's not or shouldn't be the reason why the 49ers win a playoff game. Like, if we're sitting here Monday talking about how Garoppolo went Super Saiyan, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. <laughs> I will eat a bar of soap. I'll bite into a raw potato. Flip this off. Make everyone else beat you. Like, it, it just it shouldn't be Jimmy doing it. Well, I look forward to you not eating a bar of soap. Um, let's talk about another weapon that this team has that this Cowboys defense going to have to face the run game. Their true running back in Elijah Mitchell. He's got... 960 yards and five touchdowns in just 11 games. So he's been pretty productive. It's funny. Kyle Shanahan's teams remind me of his dad's teams, which is not really a coincidence. Same color scheme, too. If you go back to the time that Shanahan was in Denver, it used to always, it was like it didn't matter who they played at running back. He was just going to have a 1,000-yard season. And it's the same thing here. Like, it's not a knock on Elijah Mitchell, but they've done it with him. They did it with Tevin Coleman a couple years ago. They on and on and on. Like it doesn't really seem like it matters who runs the ball. Trey Sermon, your buddy from Ohio State, remember yep. who like the one that like oh, did I the smirk. Oh, I tweeted that picture the other day. It was great. He 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 should be back for this game. They got a variety of ways to do it. We already mentioned Debo. The scheme is just fantastic, and that's what the Cowboys are going to have to worry about is the the various motions, the different guys carrying the rock and where they're all coming from. It's it's enough to make your head spin. All right, so our head is spinning about this 49ers offense. Let's talk about their defense, though, and truly, I mean, is this an area this team can exploit? Because, yeah, I mean, they've had some good pressure up front, but it feels like their secondary is kind of lacking. I mean, truly, what is the 49ers defensive front, and should the Cowboys offense and Dak Prescott really be concerned? Yes, they should be. This is, just, this is going to be the ultimate test of is it pressure or is it coverage? Like, everybody goes back and forth about what's more important. Well, the 49ers' coverage ain't great, but it hasn't mattered in a while because their pressure's so good. Nick Bosa probably should be getting more love for Defensive Player of the Year. He's not going to win it because of T.J. Watt, and we know what Micah Parsons has done. Nick Bosa belongs in the conversation at the very least. Then you throw in guys like Eric Armstead. My guy Arden Key from LSU, who had done nothing up to his, this point in his career, he's got like six and a half sacks playing D-tackle for these guys. Like, yes, Connor Williams, Tyler Biotish, Tyron Smith coming back from a week off. All of these guys should be concerned. And if they can handle the pressure, then Dallas should score a lot of points because the back end is not that impressive. I shouldn't be smiling because honestly, yeah, you're like terrified. grinning from ear to ear no, about I, I just... Bosa trying to eat Dak. <laughs> I, I know, I know. But I will say this. I feel like there's a stat that came out earlier this year that Dak was one of the quickest to get the ball out. So yep. at least there's that. We have that going for us. I just think that will, that in a nutshell, will decide this game is which front wins that battle. Sure. All right. Well, there's obviously a lot of pressure on both these two teams. We're going to talk about some of the elements and players and also coaches that are facing some pressure too. Coming up next.
I was gonna sing to you guys right now and do like the whole like under pressure, but I feel like I sang to y'all recently. You sing a lot. Yeah. And Which I is just... I I keep my singing off the show because oh, I do? don't want to subject people to that. I feel like this would be a great time to like insert a clip of you definitely singing, but we won't do that right ding, now. Ding 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 ding. All ding, right. Ding, ding, so, um, my dear David. There is some pressure going into this weekend's game, and I would love to break it down with you. We're gonna play a little bit of like an either or type of situation. Okay. I'm gonna give you two options, and we're gonna decide which of the two is facing more pressure. It sounds like a plan to me. I'm Kelsey. sure none of these will be obvious to you whatsoever either, okay? Stump me up. Let's, Let's go. just start with the first one, why don't we? Um, how about these two just hugging it out right now? Dak Prescott and head coach Mike McCarthy. Which of these two men is facing the most pressure come this weekend? It's Dak Prescott. Of course. He signed the he signed the mega money deal in the offseason. He's supposed to be the guy that gets you to the promised land. He's also he's the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Like it it could be everybody else's fault, and he's still gonna be the one that we're talking about win or lose on Monday. Uh, yeah, he's under an, an insane amount of pressure. Yeah, 100%. I mean, like you said earlier. Although Dak said, I, Dak's the best. He's like, why do people talk about pressure as if it's a bad thing? Like, this is what we, this is what we live for. This is what we compete for. I love him. He's right. He's so great. Pressure's a privilege. Pressure forms diamonds, right? Was that RG3? Except for we're not going to quote RG3. <laughs> Just keep us on track. Yeah, Weow. let's go. All right, so um, let's talk about some coordinators then, okay? Why don't we? Uh, you got an OC and a DC. Both are getting a lot of interest in terms of head coaching positions. But we got a game to play first, hopefully a few games. Which one of these two is facing more pressure? It's Kellen, right? I think it's Kellen Moore. I, Dan Quinn. He's faced the most scrutiny for sure as of late. Absolutely. Well, yeah, his unit's been the one that has struggled more. He's also... I feel like he's got more to lose. Like, Dan Quinn's been around the block. He's got some skins on the wall. He's got history as a head coach. Sure. And obviously, the turnaround of his defense this year speaks for itself. Kellen Moore's on the up and up. And if this offense struggles in the playoffs, how's that going to affect the way people feel about him as a head coaching candidate? I think, it's, I think, it's, I think there's a lot on Kellen Moore right now. Yeah, I would have to agree. I think Dan Quinn's been here before. I think that what he's been able to do with this defense has been nothing short of incredible. We've said it over and over and over again. This offense really hasn't been firing on all cylinders, and I think a lot of people are just suddenly turning their tides on Kellen and saying, hey, we'd love to see him go. Like, go ahead and take him, Jacksonville. If, if, and watch, watch. What, it's alarming. Watch what the dialogue is if the offense struggles on Sunday. Oh, watch what the dialogue so will toxic be. toxic on It Sunday. will be very toxic, unfortunately. All right, so uh, let's talk about two of these offensive weapons that Kellen has to play with. Um, okay, Amari Cooper, we know he's a beast. CeeDee Lamb is really coming into his own as a player. So between the two of them, who's got more pressure? I, I always lean toward the guy who's making more money. Mm. Lamb is, he's still a second year guy. I mean, he needs to step up as well, especially without Michael Gallup. Amari's on the $20 million salary. Amari's the guy that has talked in recent weeks about wanting to see the ball a little bit more. And he's the guy, like, not me personally, but a lot of people love to criticize him when his stats don't measure up. 
this needs to be a big game for him. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to agree with you on that. I mean, 88 brings uh, its own weight with it, wearing that number on your back. But really, Amari's the guy they brought in the door. They made that trade. They said, hey, we need you to be an integral part of this team and its success moving forward. And this is it. We're at the pinnacle. It's the you do or die in the postseason. And Amari is a big component in that. I'm so it, I, I'm so tired of talking about it. I just want to watch this game. Like, I can't. I said it at the top. I can't. Take it anymore. Okay, well, you're going to have to take it one more time. Uh, and Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, you're welcome for not making a dirty joke there. <laughs> um, I need to know about this defense. And, and what stopped you now? <laughs> what stopped you now? Okay, who's under more pressure here? I'm going to say Trayvon Diggs. Okay. I'm going to say Trayvon Diggs because Micah Parsons is just so universally beloved. He's had a great season, but... For, for right or for wrong, there is a certain amount of scrutiny with Trayvon with the yards that he's allowed versus the interceptions. I think it's very stupid. I think they're both fantastic players, but there will be more scrutiny on Trayvon Diggs in this matchup, especially if Debo Samuel or Brandon Ayuk really blows up in this game. My favorite narrative still is the Trayvon Diggs isn't good one, and I just don't have the patience or the time for that. I Like, you don't think I'm a homer, right? No, but you to you totally are. Like this might be one of your favorite teams that I think I've ever seen you cover. I mean, no, that's totally fair. I do like I like the 2021 Cowboys a lot more than a lot of other teams I've covered. But my my point was just going to be I think I'm a pretty level-headed person and I firmly believe the only reason people go back and forth about Trayvon is because he plays for the Cowboys. Yeah. If he played for any other team, he would just be like universally beloved as this like the Jalen ball Ramsey. hawk. Yes. Yeah. Yes. If so he true. played, if he played for the Denver Broncos, people would be like, he deserves Defensive Player of the Year. He plays for the Dallas Cowboys, and there's like legitimately people out there who think he's trash, and I just think that that's completely insane. All right. So speaking of fan favorites, we have a newly emerging one in Cedric Wilson. Uh, we're gonna keep playing our game of over under, where I believe it can't I go am coming it for can't your go head, David. Any worse than it has been. Stay with us, guys. We got that coming up next. The stakes get higher in the playoffs, and we're no different. We are in the playoffs as well. Playoffs of our, I don't even know what you said. I don't want to know what you said. We've got a game to play. It's the same game we've been playing terribly, <laughs> I might add, this entire season. We've got over-unders to hit. Okay, well, I mean, hey, you've been kicking my butt. But, so, the important thing is we're raising the stakes in the postseason. Each of these is going to be worth a higher point level than they were in the regular season. Oh. You think you can handle that? My, how the turntables. I'm not optimistic based on, I think I ended the season at, on an 0-5 run. Show me the standings, Caden. <laughs> I mean, I'm still, not in, I'm still not in last. We all went 0-2 against the Eagles, why, by the way. Why is he listed above me, Caden? Because of alphabetical order, you cretin. Okay, yeah, good. see? He well, just told us in our ear, y'all. Last time I that, checked, C was before H, so I just feel like we should rearrange that. Well, I, normally it's it by last. Favors week. me. Let's see if we can do better okay. with raising point values. We're starting with the easiest one. Okay. The over/under for this game is 50 and a half. Do you know? You know how over/under works, right? Are you serious? Are you gonna try and mansplain two women in one week? Yes. You're doing a I great didn't job. mansplain to Kay. <laughs> you did. I did not. Take the over in this one. I think these two teams are gonna have so much fun. It's going to be 
high-powered offense against high-powered offense. I think they're going to do some damage on the scoreboard. Like, let's take the over. Why not? I'm going way under. <laughs> I think the exact opposite. And that's not – I'm not just trying to disagree with you for style points. Sure. Like, I think this is going to be a, a backyard brawl. Mm. And I think, I think the winner of this game is only going to have, like, 23 points. I'm going way under. Okay, perfect. Show me what the fans think. <laughs> I bet they said over. Yeah. Right. That's okay. Yeah. That's all right. You want to mansplain them too while we're at it? No, fan. No. <laughs> Listen, the the amount of conversations that you and I have had about how gambling lines work, like, <laughs> don't even come at me. One of the biggest aspects of this game that's going to decide what happens is the performance of one Debo Samuel. I so, hate my answer for this. Because you're going to go over? Mm -hmm. All right. It's 124 and a half yards, so yeah. you're going over. I don't want to, but I just feel like he's just such a multifaceted weapon, and I feel like he's going to be one of those guys that's going to be so hard to figure out. Unless this team just deliberately shuts him down entirely, which I could totally see being part of the game plan, I feel like he has a good chance of going over. It's hard to bet against the over when you know that he's going to run and catch. Exactly. So he could go 60 and 60. All-purpose yards, like, yes. Yeah, I'm going over, too. I think he's going to have a big day. I just don't know how much you can really – limit him fans what do you got let's go under of course they say under yeah of course i'm shocked that'll be worth two points by the way okay that'll be worth two points oh good so i made we had our differences on the other one. okay perfect great and we saved the most obscure one for last which will be worth three points thank you for making this so like like we needed it to be harder caden we're <laughs> doing so well at this cedric wilson 12 catches the last two weeks. Needs to step up in a big way with Michael Gallup being out. Over under six and a half catches. Oh, man. <sighs> Give me the over. Give me the over. I was going to take the under, but I think I'm going to take the over because I feel like he really has, like, like you said, stepped up in a big way. When you tweeted about resting Cedric Wilson, I was like, if this does not speak to yeah. the depth on this yeah. team, I don't know what does. And I really think this Cowboys offense is going to have to get creative because, let's face it, they're going to game plan for Amari Cooper and for C.D. Lamb. But I have a hard time believing that Cedric Wilson is going to be a really big part of this defensive, I guess, attack, if you will, from the 49ers' perspective. So let's take the over. I'm, I'm going to tell you exactly how this is going to play out. Because their secondary is suspect, they're going to scheme up looks for Amari Cooper. I think if a receiver goes off in this game, I think it's going to be Amari. Cedric's going to have four catches. Oh, okay. But two of them are going to be in incredibly clutch spots. Love that. Like a fourth down or the red zone. It's going to be a crucial part of this game, but he will go under. Okay. What do um, the fans think? Let's see. Yeah. Under. Wow. I just feel like that one is going to be the one that makes or breaks me. We've got a lot of different answers, yeah. and the differing point values is going to make this really interesting. I'm a lot more excited about this than I have been in recent weeks, of course. I know I'll be back here next week talking about how I went <laughs> over. We'll see. Hopefully not. Well, um, all right, guys. We will be back next week, and hopefully it will be with a victory in hand. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in. We will see you all next time. Don't forget to wear white this weekend. Go Cowboys. See you later.